This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped.com. Get 20% off now. Use the promo code Opie. O-P-I-E. Shave your balls, you savage. Keith the cop. He's still he's probably still thinking about how he's gonna get Opie over at Compound Media. I mean, he'll try anything. He had fucking Carl murdered, you know what I mean? What the He's ruthless. We are live at Get Parts. We, uh, people are wondering, who the fuck is Ron the Waiter? Uh, me too. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> myself, yeah. Are you really wondering? Yeah. yeah. And, and you had all the history of Get Parts, by the way, as we were sitting I here. I do. Well, I used to live on the Upper West Side, and this used to be an um, Orthodox dairy kosher restaurant. Uh, and my cousin Judy, who's Orthodox, would take me here. You, you, you got an Orthodox Jew in your family? Yeah, several. Do they like fuck through the sheets? <laughs> like curb your enthusiasm? Are they are they yeah. that orthodox? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's an urban myth. Oh really? I, I'm pre- yeah, but they don't fucking really use deodorant. Well, curb your enthusiasm had it to the point where some of these orthodox, uh, they have to like put a hole in a sheet because right. I guess they really can't have skin contact or something except for their genitals, and that's how they had sex. And I bet you that's true. They're not putting holes in expensive sheets. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That, that's just fucking, you know, that's just Jew logic. Yeah. So I got I to gotta explain why I'm talking to Ron the Waiter. Right. Obviously, uh, we lost Carl September 21st, and yeah. Uh, yeah. It, still, it still hurts a lot. It hurts, uh, it hurts me and the rest of his friends and his family. And a lot of people that never met Carl are still really hurting. I, I don't understand this because we all deal with death. Yep. But this one, for whatever reason, has taken a really long time to get on the other side of. So I don't know what to do with the podcast. And um, Well, it's, it's also the reason you're feeling like that. Yeah. Because the guy was in, his, in the prime of his life, yeah. mid-40s, yeah. just opened up another restaurant on the Food Network. Yeah. Uh, and he was doing this podcast, Ron correct. the Waiter. Are you going to add right. that to the list of all the things that Carl was doing? I think that was probably the most important thing Carl was <laughs> yeah. doing. You know what I mean? I love the way Carl was enthusiastic about putting food in, putting food in his mouth. Yeah. When you did the podcast at Pete's Tavern, I, I think you took a calamar two or three times and were trying to dip it. He wouldn't even allow you to dip it. I don't know why. But, oh, no, because that was one of my things I yeah, did to drive him insane. Right. Well, my you whole, did. My whole goal, me and Carl were really yeah. good friends, and right. I really liked bothering him. Right. Especially when it came to food. So I came up with this dip thing. Okay. So whenever we were at restaurants. There's the history of it. I, I would take the piece of food. It, it was sushi one yep. time. It was uh, calamari at okay. uh, Pete's Tavern. And I would yell out really loud in front of everybody, dip. Yeah. and it would drive Carl nuts because he, he would get really embarrassed. I, I didn't understand why he got so upset, and he would he literally smacked the calamar out of your hand, yes. and then at one point took the marinara sauce and the entire plate away from you. Yeah, 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 because he wanted me to appreciate yeah. food like like right. he did, and I did appreciate food like yeah. like he did, but I. I, it was more important to me to make him really, really uncomfortable in, in public. And uh, you jumped ahead, which is fine. So 
Uh, with the podcast, yeah. as I try to figure out what's next, I've been finding some old uh, Facebook lives and pop-up shows that me and Carl did, right. which basically we were going all over New York and I was just turning on Facebook Live and that turned out to be the concept for the podcast. So with Carl gone and uh, and I'm not really sure what to do next, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. I've been finding all these older pop-ups. And, right. and the one that kept coming to me was the one we did at Pete's Tavern. Pete's Tavern. And Ron the waiter, yeah. who's sitting across from me, all he was our waiter at the time and all of a sudden you were fucking hilarious and yep. became the star of that episode. Right. So... I was going to just, uh, you know, re-edit that thing, make it smoke, and just put it out as an episode. Okay. And then I'm like, you know what? I should just grab Ron the Waiter so we could talk about that in the flesh. and other things. Right. In the flesh. Yeah. All of a sudden, we were doing the pop-up, and you just, like, snuck up behind us, and you hit us with a really quick line, and me and yeah. Carl were like... Who the fuck yeah. is this guy? And fast forward, by the yeah. end of the damn thing, you had like 10 or 12 killer lines. I did kind of know who you were. Okay. I mean, you're a Boston guy. I'm a Boston guy. Yeah. Well, I'm from here, but I... Yeah, uh, no, but I know that like, you have Boston I, roots. I blew up my career for the first time in Boston. Right. I, I've officially blown up my career three times. The first time was in Boston, though, so, you know, I've got a soft spot in my heart yeah. for Boston. Where did you live in Boston? Uh, Wellesley. Oh, okay, well. Across from the high school. Uh, oh, really? But I didn't have money back then. Yeah. I just found a rental that happened to be yeah. in a really, really nice town. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I've been out of Boston 21 years. Really? I cannot believe that because yeah. I, I love that place. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's like a little town compared to New York City. It's that, a nice little walking city. Well, that's what I like about it, too, because everything yeah. you get in New York, not everything, but most things you get in New York, you get in Boston, but you also... Right. Keep jumping your car within 15 or 20 minutes, you're in the middle of nowhere, which right. I, I love. Yep. I love being away from people. Yep. As you can tell, because I invited you to an empty get part. Did, did, did you have a car at, well, when you were in Boston? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a car. So do, is it easier to drive in New York or in Boston? Boston, I, I know it's hacked to say, but Boston drivers are Fucking absolutely insane. You know, it's the, the highest insurance rate in the country. It has to yeah. be. New York uh, drivers are very aggressive, but it seems yeah. like everyone kind of yeah. kind of knows what they're doing, yeah. man. But in Boston, those drivers, they're just all willy-nilly. And, yeah. those, and those roundabouts, they, well, you would think after all these years, you know, old-school Boston people would understand the roundabout. Well, it's also that in, in New York, everything's a grid. In, in Boston, it's, uh, they're narrow, one-way streets. And there's a good portion of them that are cobblestone. Yeah. So try driving on that in the winter. Yeah, yeah. In ice. Yeah. And snow. But it's more that they just pull out with no rhyme or reason. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, just yeah. pull out. They're like, I guess it's my turn. They're just guessing yeah, a lot I, of times. I, I, I credit that to uh, the Irish Catholics having a few before they get behind the wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got a little of that going yeah. on in Boston. Let me warm up with a fucking Guinness and a Jameson. Right. Huh? But you killed it at uh, Pete's Tavern for that for that episode. That we're gonna. By the way, we're going to play... Um, we're going to play that at the end of this episode. I'm going to okay. go right into that because yeah. I, I think it'll be kind of cool to hear now. And, and I, I edit it really nicely, so it's going to sound like we were really on that night. You were telling me you got in trouble for that? I, I came up to you and you... you, uh, you I said, say something about Pete's Tavern. No, you said to me, so, uh, yeah, what's, what's good at Pete's Tavern? What should I look forward yeah, yeah, to? Yeah. And I said... Uh, are you guys in the dysentery? <laughs> yeah. And uh, big fucking laugh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I walk away. Yeah. And here's where I got in trouble. Someone, a woman, went on Yelp. Really? And said she was horrified, horrified that a worker at Pete's Tavern yeah. was talking about 
Pete's Tavern specializes in dysentery. Uh, she was horrified yeah. and disgusted. Yeah. And I had a sit down. <laughs> you had a sit down. I had a stupid. Pop-up? I had right. I had a sit down because they're thinking. What if everyone thinks fucking Pete's Tavern uh, yeah, yeah. is serving fucking food that gives you diarrhea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was told lay off the dysentery jokes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, we had a. I, I forgot exactly. They didn't get it though. They no, didn't get it. No, but the funny thing is, we were talking about the food during that uh, Facebook live. Yeah, everything was really uh, good. Right, right. The service was great because we have a waiter that was funnier yeah. than us that night. Yeah. And uh, you know we were enjoying the drinks. I tried to explain to her this is comedy. Yeah. I said they were jubilant uh, at their experience at Pete's Tavern. They loved they loved the drink. They loved the food. They loved the atmosphere. Right. It's an historic place. Yeah. They walked away happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was one of the themes that me and Carl like to talk about a lot. Everyone wants to talk to a manager. Yeah. Not can I, it's I need. Right. I right. need yep. to talk to a yep. manager. Can I see a manager, please? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think they say ask. They just say I need. Yep. That's yep. the difference. Right. Uh and and we used to make fun of the Yelp reviews. I think I think Yelp in general is kind of a joke, isn't if it? If you're if if you're going on Yelp, you 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 have an agenda. Everyone everyone needs to have a problem. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's so funny you got in trouble for that dumb But line. she was very stern. She goes, knock off the dysentery jokes, Ron. And she, uh, d- does she know you personally? We're, 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 I've, known, I've known this family for 20 years. We're close. You're that close and she, she, hits yeah. you, she takes a shot at you she on took, Yelp? Yep, yep. Oh, she doesn't want dysentery. God. She doesn't want dysentery associated with Pete's Tavern, right. the oldest continuous running tavern in America. Yeah. I, I had diarrhea yesterday, but I wasn't at Pete's. Not from Pete's. I wasn't at Pete's. <laughs> no, that would be because I got two uh, kids in school, so they come home um, every day with a new illness. Forget it. It's unbelievable this they're, time they're of year. They're w- walking, walking germaphobes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my kids kind of, you know, we, we, we put them in hazmat suits yeah, yeah. as well, soon as sure. they get home from school because we don't yeah, want yeah. that shit. Right. You want to hear a good poop story? It's 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 all I'm about. Are you really? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a comedian, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I started off doing fucking bathroom humor and Anthony Clark. You know Nick's Comedy Stop? Of course. Yeah. I was at Northeastern University and Anthony Clark, every Monday night, it was Anthony Clark. He was the MC, And right. it was me. It was Bill Burr. It was Dane Cook. Matter of fact, back then, Dane Cook wasn't a solo act. He he, he had a. I it, remember. It was a duo. Uh, the monkey something. something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Of course. So every Monday night, like I was sort of like the fourth comic from the headliner. Right. Bill Burr, Dane Cook, me, Anthony Clark, Lenny Clark would I, pop in. I, I gotta slow you down because you know, obviously, uh, you know, me and Bill Burr are good friends yeah. and stuff. You started with Bill Burr I in did. Boston. Yep. I did. And Dane Cook. Yeah. Did you I know did. Patrice O'Neill? I uh, my agent represented Patrice O'Neill. Really? Yep. Uh, yeah, she was one of the pallbearers at his at his funeral. I, I was uh, one of the pallbearers too, and my back still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you should have saw the wheels on that thing. We weren't he, we weren't lifting that thing he, up. Yeah. We wheeled that shit in and out. He of that was uh, yeah. He, he he was he was a big boy. I I remember once he he did a he was doing like one of those like Comedy Central roast, mm-hmm. and you know how like before the comedy the comedian comes up the the person on the on the mic will make fun of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And they were making fun of him. It was diabetes about dying. Right. And it fucking and, he, and, he and it up, fucking happened. And it happened. That's what it, that's that, what happened with Carl though. Yeah. He started this hashtag Ruizing. Yeah. And uh, off and on on the podcast, I'm like, Carl, you're gonna die over a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not thinking that the guy would yeah. actually die on us, but 
I wasn't I wasn't sure because if like I started following Kyle after Pete's yeah uh, and you know his shtick was he's at this diner he's at McDonald's he's at Wendy's he's at White Castle eating yeah always smoking and yeah. always drinking yeah and I wasn't sure if that was the act yeah. or that was him oh no so tell me was that was that, that really was him? him so he's really eating the fucking food yeah but but um in the last year or two he was eating a lot less. But he was trying a lot of different things. He was making a conscious effort? Yeah, yeah. But he was... Why, never... was, was he having health problems? Well, yeah. I mean, there were many times we'd walk these streets and we would stop because he was getting chest pains. And I would go, Jesus Carl. Jesus Christ. I'm like, Carl, when are you going to take care of that? Even uh, as, um, like, this past August, I was down in La Cubana. We went to get donuts yeah. after we podcasted. <laughs> donuts. Yeah. And we had, a, <laughs> we had a stop in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. And he grabbed his chest like... Oh, man. Jesus. And I said, I, I already knew I didn't have to I ask mean, what was wrong. I go, when are you going to take care of that shit? And he, and he actually told me in the fall when I, uh, you know, get La Cabana up and running, yeah. uh, uh, get it to a better place. Right. Which, which uh, it was. I mean, has he? To. Oh, my no. God. Look at this. Matt from Gephardt's with a little oh, cupcake because well, we just found thank out you guys. on the waiter's it, it, birthday. It happens to be my birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear one. Happy birthday to you. Yay! Beautiful. Wow, beautiful. Beautiful. Matt, thank you very much. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a wish. Yeah. Everything's on the house. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Go out. Thank you. Go out. <laughs> go out. And you get a little hug. That was oh, awesome. That was what nice. Nice yeah. little prize. So you started uh, um, up in Boston with Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. So continue about uh, uh, Nick's comedy stop. This is how long ago it was because Bill Burr is fucking brilliant. But you know what and Bill... massively famous now. Bill Burr is... He's he's for me he's, he's up there with you know Dave Chappelle I mean sure fucking absolutely honestly and, yeah. can I tell you something yeah, yeah. And you're obviously a comedian so you'll you'll get this I love Dave Chappelle's Netflix special I loved Bill Burr's Netflix yep. special yep. I thought Bill Burr's was better yeah I really did uh, they're both that's because you're white <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm glad he said it whenever I say oh you're from Boston everyone thinks I'm fucking racist yeah I mean they're not far off though like. Well, well, you guys still segregate everybody. Yeah. That was the when I lived up there for three years. That yeah. was the most amazing part. They put everybody yeah. in their place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what year is this? Listen, I, I'm not joking. In the middle of the day, it could be fucking one thirty in the afternoon, and you'll hear some of these Irish kids yeah. saying, "Can I say the word on her?" No, uh, no, no, no. Let's not. Hey, and hey, and what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing here? Like what? Are you, what are you doing in like downtown? Like really? What are you doing? What, in the Still. middle of the day? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. Well, I, well, I can walk you to the McDonald's right around the corner here. You'll. What time is it? It's around three o'clock. We'll we'll hear it a hundred times because all the kids uh, to each other. It's got to the point with the high schools though. It doesn't matter what color you are. Right. Everyone says it now is sort of like a cool thing to say. Well, I, uh, but you got to be a lot younger. Yeah, but what I'm saying and is... Me and you are, are sitting around saying it. We're going to get punched know, in the face. I, but the younger white kids with their black friends in front of that McDonald's okay, that's, that's right around the corner, right. they use that word like it's like it's but, the... Well, that word has changed now. When they're saying it, they're, say, they're saying it almost like a, like, 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 like a, like a terms of endearment. Like, hey, yeah. my, my, my brother. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Boston, if, if, if a white guy's saying that to a black guy... It's a he whole means it. It's, it's, it's a whole different. Still. It, it's, still. 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 Wow. Still. 
Boston is 10 to 15 years behind everyone else. I remember the first time for the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade, the first time that the, uh, um, the gays and les- the Irish gays and lesbians were able to march. Yeah. Um, it became a huge scandal yeah. because the police officers lining, lining the route were fucking throwing, uh, spitting on them, giving the finger. The police officers? 100%. 100%. 100%. Wow. And the person who videotaped it yeah. was my mother yeah. because my mother, my mother's a lesbian yeah. and she's married. Wait, 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 what? This is why it was being I'm videotaped. I'm so confused. Go ahead. My mother's a lesbian. Okay. Her partner is Mary Kennedy. She's a third generation Kennedy. And they, and, and, and this is a pretty famous publication. They published the Pink Pages. Right. It's a gay, it's a gay publication for the gay community it's it's essentially a tourist guide like okay. from province penal you know, p-town province yeah, yeah, town, yeah, yeah. quebec miami so they had at the time besides their publication they had a public access channel so they were the first so for the public access channel they videotaped the parade because it was the first time the gays and lesbians could march and they're the ones that captured the police the boston cops throwing throwing soda cans rocks spitting middle finger and it became a big scandal because of the videotape my mother provided no kidding yeah all right let's get into this so was she always a lesbian so i said to my mother so i said to my mother like like why did you even have me like, right and i would assume she was married to your father and then figured out so she's got to live as so a this, lesbian so my my mother my mother came from like a very strict orthodox background okay so my mother's in her 30s and my father wasn't married because my father's five five, right. four hundred pounds. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That. No, but yeah, that's no, a, was, that's a rough. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's that's yep. some rough numbers. And, uh, I'm you know, not lie and to you. Uh, he, he was he was a bar owner. Okay, and mob, mobbed up. Mobbed up. One hundred percent. Can I, I take I, that I, laugh away? Huh? I didn't mean to laugh. No, no, you should, yeah, you yeah, yeah. said he was careful, mobbed up careful. before I laughed at that, the shape of your dad. So he, here's the thing: my father's sister ended up. Dating this guy, Moisey Sapuznik, who's related to my mother. Okay. So my mother has a relative named Moisey Sapuznik, mobbed up Russian-Israeli, dating, dating my, my father's sister. Okay. And because of that, my mother was still single and my father was still single, so the families brought them together. Okay. And had me. And I said, Ma, so why'd you even have me? And she's like, well, Ronnie, I didn't know better. She, she, she said, I thought by getting married and having a child, it would go away. Right. It would go away. What, the, the feelings? Like, like, right, the feelings of, of, being, of being gay. Well, the, well, society wanted those right. feelings to go away, but I didn't think the individual wanted those. Well, right. I guess, she did. She, I guess yeah. some individuals yeah. want that feeling to go away, right. especially back in the day. Right. I got to say, back in the day, hello, we're in a different place right. nowadays because... It, I mean, it, my, it, my mother's it, 80 it would, now. It would have been easier... To, you know, be straight, especially back then. She said, Ronnie, if I could be straight, I would. She goes, it, she goes, you know how difficult it is and how hard it is to be what I am yeah. back then with, with, with like, you know, yeah. strict Jewish families. Yeah. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. I yep. I get so pissed off at the people that you know are anti-gay and they think it's a choice. They think it's this and that. It's I'm like, are choice. you insane? Of, I, of course it's not. Yeah, yeah. But but we have uh, we have uh, people in high places that still believe this right. shit. Mike Pence, go fuck yep. yourself. So hey, there's a little right. uh, something for so everybody. So there's the pairing. You have. By the way, my mother was drop dead gorgeous, like Hollywood fucking her her senior year high school picture. 
stunning. She's marrying a 5'5", five, five, 400-pound guy right. because he's single because he looks like that. Right. She's single because she's gay. Right. They had me, and there it is. And then he's, he's mobbed up yeah. because of my mother's, of my mother's relative who's right. dating my father's sister. Are you following that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Moise, if I'm not, someone else is, so yeah, yeah, don't worry about yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> so Moisey Shapoznik, he was a bank robber in Israel. Wow. He was special forces in Israel. He was a bank robber in Israel. Uh, he went to America, and Israel would not let him back into the country. Right. So he was living with my mother. Right. And he started dating my father's sister, and then he became an enforcer for the Boston mob. Wow. And because of him, the Jewish mob gave my father money to open up his bars. That's a hell of a story. Crazy. It's a cra- it's a, yeah, it's so crazy. So did your parents get along? When did it all go bad where your mom had to move on? I would assume she was the one that moved on. Seven years old, uh, my mother drops me off at my father's bar. He, he, he had a bar called the Tap Room. Okay. It was like, a, if you got kicked out of every other bar, it's where you ended up. <laughs> okay. It really was. It was, a very, it was a very iconic bar, the Tap Room. <laughs> Those were the places I hung out with with Carl. Yeah, yep. They uh, were kind of the better joints, to be honest yep. with you. And um, middle of the afternoon, she goes, she dropped me off at my father's bar, and my father owned the bar, but he was also a chef. Yeah. So he's in the kitchen cooking, and I walk in, and my father goes, uh, w- 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 what are you doing here? Like, w- where's your mother? And yeah. I said, oh, Ma said she'll be back in a couple weeks. And he goes, was anything in the car? And I'm like, yeah, the car was full of like luggage and clothing, and my father just collapsed to the no. kitchen floor realizing his wife just left him and and uh did he have any idea is he still alive first of all he passed away he, he passed away sorry recently yeah well he was five five four hundred pounds and that led to type 2 diabetes right and when you have diabetes if you get a blister or something on your toe yeah it can turn gangrene of course so he started off with Losing a half a toe, losing two toes, losing a half an ankle to the point where he 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 didn't have any legs below the knees. Wow! And when when he was already short to begin with. (laughs) Sorry, you're no no no. You're a comic. No no no. no. You're a comic. I'm gonna take. I I take my. I would be I would be upset if you didn't say it. Okay, thank you. So (laughs) what happens is is when when your when your lower extremities are cut off, it puts a tremendous amount of stress. On your pancreas. When you have diabetes, uh, your chance of getting pancreatic cancer uh, increases di- like 50%. And that's what he had. He ended up no dying kidding. of pan- pancreatic cancer. Right. Yeah. yeah. How old and was he? And he was a chain smoker. How old was he? 70s. Oh, I mean, that's, that's not stunning, bad. Stunning. Stunning. He was still alive in his 70s. Right, right. Back but- in the day when, when he was, when he was uh, you know, 40s, 50s, uh, r- running the bars. Three packs of Lucky Stripe unfilters a day he was smoking. Wow. And he would only drink on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. But when he would drink, it was like three bottles of rum and Cokes. Wow. So did he know your mom was a lesbian? I mean, if he's collapsing when she left, I think it seems like I, he, he didn't had, really... I'm sure at the end he had an idea. He had because, some because my mother used to take me... My mother used to take me over to like this woman's house. And she go and and I she had a she had an old school typewriter and I loved like writing little stories as a kid yeah and they'd be in the bedroom and shit no but I was there probably two or three times a week and how old how old were you then probably like five six you remember this yeah I do yeah yeah I remember so yeah. she would bring you over to this house and, and, you would play on yeah, a typewriter and she'd, and she'd be like you know hey Ron say hi to and she to, would play with the clit <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's yep. doing her own tapping yeah tap tap yep. tap tap tap. Yeah, interest. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and honestly, I, that's, I. That's why you're a comic. Yeah. Oh, it's. That's oh, why you're there, a comic. There's no, uh, there's no other reason. 
You yeah. guys are all I, fucking nuts with yeah. great background stories. I've, I've had I've had such fucking cra- yeah. And I remember uh, once a month at my father's bar, there'd be this old man, and his name was Mister Toby. Yeah. And my father would say, "Oh, un- Uncle Toby's here. Go say hello to Uncle Toby." An old Jewish guy in a cane. Yeah. And on each side, he would have these two fucking big like thick, hairy fucking Russian Jewish guys, and he. He ran the, the he ran the Jewish mob for New England out of Manchester, New Hampshire, and the front of the store was a vacuum repair shop. Right. So once a month, Uncle Toby would come in with the guys, and Ronnie make sure make sure to say hi to Uncle Toby. And every time it's hi, Uncle Toby, how are you? And he he'd, he'd always he'd always put a twenty in my hand. Right. And my father never let me keep it. Ronnie, don't uh, Ronnie, don't let your father tell him I give you money. He'll kill me. <laughs> and, they, and then my, I remember like my father would pull out a fucking envelope like that. No kid, thick And envelope. then every time, Ronnie, what did Uncle Toby give you? Nothing. Right. Ronnie, don't lie to me. What did he give you? Tw- he gave me 20. Give it to me. He never let me fucking keep oh, it. Oh, that's That sucks. cheap fuck. Well, would he take something out of the envelope for you at nothing, least? Nothing, nothing. I'm a little kid. This is what the Jewish mob uh this is how they operated. My yeah. father had a small, a small little bar. You could probably fit 50 people in the bar. Right. And then he had a beer garden. So in the spring and summer, you could put another fucking 200 up. Of course. Right. And <laughs> there were like three pinball machines, <laughs> cigarette machine. Right, right, right. Vending, vending machines vending was, was, everything. Was, the, was the Jewish mob. Uh, I get it, yeah. So three pinball machines, vending machine, jukebox. Right. And in the basement, five video poker machines. So we had two bars, so we had five video poker machines in each bar in the basement paying off on them. No kidding. So when the ticket, if you won, if the ticket came out, yeah. you, 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 you could only give it to my father, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, Kenny, and my father would pay you off. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a hell of an upbringing, man. Yeah. And then he got raided by the ATF. Oh, really? Cost him like fucking- A shitload? Like like quarter of a million dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like almost $200,000 to stay out of prison. Did he ever come back from that? Oh yeah, yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 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 he kept his fucking mouth shut. Right. So the so they 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 they, they supported him. Right, they, right. Financially, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, listen. I'm here at uh, Get Parts with Ron the Waiter, who was uh, who was the star of one of the pop ups that me and Carl did before we started podcasting together. I tried this concept out by doing Facebook Live all over New York City, and we happened to run into Pete's Tavern. It was right. Carl picked that place, by the way. Really? And uh, we were having a blast, and you were our waiter that night, and just crushing it. And I, I decided I want to talk to you a little yep. more and because I want to play us at Pete's Tavern, which I'm going to do at the end of this. Uh, okay. A- after me and you are uh, done babbling. Got it. But I, I got to ask you about your balls there, Ron. How's your balls? My balls? Yes. <laughs> smooth. Oh, you go smooth. My balls? Yeah. Nah, I shaved once. Do they look like uh, hairy coconuts? They look like lychee nuts, and I don't know what a fucking lychee nut looks like. <laughs> I know what a lychee nut is. it just, yeah. Lychees are. Yeah, yeah, it looks like I have elephantitis in my fucking okay. balls. I don't fucking. Lychees are the, <laughs> the most insane fruit out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not a fruit that's more insane than a lychee, because yeah. they they taste delicious, yeah. but you got to peel this prickly outside okay. off the damn lychee, and then you bite into it, and you realize that it's only like a millimeter of fruit, and the rest of the goddamn thing is a pit, so a I tr- giant pit and a millimeter of goodness on the outside. So I wasn't wrong. I do have lychee nut balls. Okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. Good for you, because... Uh, I'm very happy to announce that yeah. Manscaped.com is yeah. back with the program. They were a huge sponsor. Right. And uh, they took a little time off, but they are back. So uh, uh, support for the Opie Radio podcast comes from Manscaped. 
who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. So you just let it go. Yeah. You just let it go. I, I've done it a few times. I've shaved it a few times. And you get the nicks. And when it comes back in. It itches. It's fucking, it's br- brutal. It's, it's, like I, it's like I have poison ivy down here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm just pounding it with fucking baby powder. But apparently if you do baby powder, you get fucking cancer. Yeah, yeah. You can't do the baby powder anymore. No more. No, no more. Let but it... I think, that, I think that, that only affects ovaries. Am I right? I hope so. I think, it's, I think it only affects fucking a vagina. I hope so. I don't think there's no lawsuits with cancer on the fucking... Cock and balls with baby powder. I think the vagina has way more problems than the penis and balls, right? In so many ways. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> um, Manscaped, uh, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Nice. See, I, I, if you want to start yeah. shaving your balls, and if this podcast goes well, Ron, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure Manscaped uh, hooks you up. Can I tell you something? Yeah. It'd be a nice Hanukkah present. It would you know be, what I mean? right? It's the fucking holiday season. Yeah. be nice. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you open up a, a package from Manscaped no. and then you shave yep. your package all and nice then, and smooth. Yep, take a nice picture of fucking family card. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. yeah. Happy holidays from Ronnie. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. For, for real, they have. So basically, you're, you don't get all the nicks and the cuts and all that the crap. The last thing you want is blood coming from your ball skin. Yeah, uh, you, you think? <laughs> uh, their lawnmower 2.0. As uh, proprietary skin safe technology, I had a tough time saying propi- uh, pro- pro- proprietary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. That's why it right. works. Yeah. All I the also other recommend ways, yeah, uh, get, get hooked on phonics. Get hooked on phonics for me. Yeah. Thank you, Ron. I had a, a cider here. Get parts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Uh, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't think the Manscaped people want to hear this, but their razor's so good yeah, right. that I absolutely yeah. shave down my balls and then I groom my beard with the same thing. Yeah. But I think they have uh, attach. I know they have attachments and stuff, but maybe it's me. Maybe I'm too lazy. I can imagine if it's sense enough for your balls, it's probably great for your face. Of course. Yeah. But they don't. Is. They don't want that, obviously. But uh, you know, I, I have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I have to be honest with that. Yeah. Uh, Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Nice. I, it probably has like one of those like mining lights on it too, right? Am <laughs> yeah, I right? Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta see uh, what you know. That's not a bad idea. We should call Manscaped. Yeah. For their next uh, razor, you put a little light on no, that I, damn thing. I'm, I assume it has one though. Uh, you don't I, think it has one? I think what they really need is a mirror so you can you know go all the way under. <laughs> here, here's the thing. Like I'm a little heavy at the moment. Yeah. I, if I look down, I you I don't see, see it. it. No, no, not at the moment. Really, you're yeah. a dick do. Yeah, I'm a what? You're a dick do. Is, is, I don't know what that means. Your stomach sticks out. Yeah, 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 than, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I have a <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you made me do the hack yeah, line, yeah. Ron. Yeah. Really? No, I gotta, I gotta get a fuck. I gotta stand on, above, you know, on top of a mirror and yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manscaped also has the crop preserver. Oh, basically, what they were talking about is uh, it's deodorant for your balls. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I did Scented that. Scented balls. Scented nice. balls. Why not? Yeah. What do you think they come in a variety of scents? Uh, I would go. Uh, what, what would what would the scent of your balls be? What would, would you choose? See, I, it's a dilemma because I like uh, I like lavender. <laughs> <laughs> I do like lavender. That's too dainty for me. That's though. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think you need something that smells a little I'd rather more manly. Do, I, how about sandalwood? I love sandalwood. <laughs> right? Hard to find. Nice. Hard to find. Yeah. All right, here you go, guys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. 
That's manscaped.com. Promo code Opie. Look, the podcast is free. I have offers to make you pay for this crap. I don't want to do that. So when it when it's appropriate, you know, support the sponsors, okay? Uh, always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you, Ron the Waiter. <laughs> Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Opie, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Opie, O-P-I-E. There you go. Deck, I had to get that in, Ron. Deck the halls with balls of holly. <laughs> yeah, there you huh? go. There you go. <laughs> so how is it being a comic, man? It's tough, right? It's the hottest thing in the world. Dude, I'm telling you, I saw Dane Cook and Bill Burr start out, and these guys were tenacious. Yeah. Tenacious. Yeah. Dude, we were doing fucking, like, we were doing, like, Chinese restaurants. Yeah. You're from Massachusetts. Do you remember a place called the Hilltop Steakhouse? I honestly it's in don't. in Saugus, Mass. Okay. And it had a giant, iconic, green, neon cactus, and it had about 20 life-size cows on the front lawn. Wow, I have no idea no, of okay. this place. So the Hilltop Steakhouse is a very famous steakhouse in Saugus, Mass. Everybody knows about the giant cactus and about 20 to 30 life-size cows out front. Yeah. So I was doing stand-up in Faneuil Hall uh, at one of, one of the clubs. At and Bill Blumenreich's place? <laughs> you, you know Bill Blumenreich? Who? I don't think so. Uh, he's he, he kind of runs the comedy scene up yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he he it's runs the Wilbur looked. Theater at this point. Oh really? Okay. And I I stayed at his uh, his condo. We were friends way back in the day. Yeah. And he was never there, so he would just give me the keys to his condo. Really? And uh, that's where I found out that my dad was in a car accident. Oh, I was uh, I was on uh, Newbury Street, and then I drove 120 miles an hour home to hopefully say goodbye because oh, he was in geez. a coma. But anyway, that's a story for another time, Ron the Waiter. Yeah. But I, uh, that weekend, I was up uh, staying at Bill's place because he was on on uh, the Cape. He was, yeah. in, he was in Cape Cod. Right. And, um, and I decided to do some snooping. Right. And the guy's got a horse cock. <laughs> I, I don't know why I had to tell you that. What, what do you mean he has a horse cock? How would you know that, though? You I, saw pictures? I started snooping, and yeah. he had the ultra... Magnum, never seen that much XXL on the and on a condom before. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's got a horse cock. But anyway, back to your story. Is he is he white? Uh he's uh yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he is actually. And he scared the shit out of me and my now wife because he really liked speedboats. Yeah. Like those cigar boats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cigarette boats, whatever they're yeah, called. Hit one bad wave. Adios, dude. He, hit one bad wave. We would go you're to Martha's flipping, Vineyard. Dude. We would go to Martha's Vineyard for, uh, or what's the other one? Martha's, yeah, Martha's Vineyard yep. for, for lunch, and he would do loops around the island. Do, do donuts, yeah, yeah. And I'd be scared shitless, yeah. and then he would be like, "Ah, my radar's out, but I, I, I know where all the rocks are." I'm like, "Oh, that's great." great. And that's all you're thinking as yeah. you're seeing the water, yeah, like yeah, wondering yeah. if there's a rock right under the surface. Yeah, you're done. That's my old friend Bill, but, it, but he runs comedy up there in Boston yeah. to this day. But continue, please. So, just to reiterate, the Hilltop Take was very famous. Life size cows on the lawn, and there's a table of like five Asian girls right, right in the front of the fucking stage. And they wouldn't shut the fuck up. They wouldn't get off their fucking phones. And I'm like, and I said a few times, hey, guys, do you mind? Like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make people laugh here. Yeah, yeah. No, no response, no recognition. Yeah. So I finally say, I said, hold on. I said, hey, what's your name? She went Mary. And I said, fuck, you're Mary? 
Oh, the Hilltop Steakhouse just called. They want you back on the lawn. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> the whole fucking place erupted. Very good. She ran out crying. The four of the girls got on stage yeah. fucking wrestling with me, trying to wrestle the mic out of me. Really? Then the fucking bouncer comes up. Yeah. And fucking like, I got fuck. I got, I got, he picked me up. The bouncer wasn't on your side? Nope. Because I'm fucking, I'm making customers run away. Because you're pissed off a customer. She's crying. The the four the four right. others come up. Right. He picks me up. Yeah. I'm off my feet, and he fucking takes me out. Are you serious? Yeah. But, but you had to take out the one customer so the rest could enjoy the show. Yeah. So I yeah, that's not the first time I've been banned from a Rob Rob Shapiro and I got banned from Gotham Comedy Club. But yeah, well Rob's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, know Rob. Yeah, crazy, of course right? I know Rob. You, you know fucking Rob's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think we were sitting at we we weren't going up yet, but we were sitting at the bar beside the stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we had people laughing harder than the guy on stage. <laughs> That's <laughs> never good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like rude. The guy said, "Hey, keep it down," and, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Rob, Rob, right. fuck yeah, you know, yeah, fuck yeah." yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll sum up I'll sum up Rob Shapiro like this, and I and I don't have to be like this ain't a secret because he talks about it on stage. Yeah. Rob Shapiro moved out to L.A., and he fell in love with a crack whore. Wow. And he was blowing guys to get money for her to have crack so he could have sex with her. And that's a fucking true story he talks about on stage. That's Rob Shapiro right there. He's blowing fucking what guys. Happened? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. That's a left turn. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. What? Yep. And he talks about this. You, you swear. Like, to, say, to say like a secret so I, I like yeah. he knows. Like. Rob Shapiro was blowing guys in L.A. Yeah. so he could get money for his crack whore girlfriend that he was in love with yeah. so he could have sex with her. Was he it, gay? Did, or? No, I don't think so. No. It's not gay if your girlfriend <laughs> needs yeah. to crack. That's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to ask you, so when we did that pop-up at uh, yeah. Pete's Tavern, which we're going to play in just a little bit right yeah. at the end of this, we're going to continue, and you get to hear Carl's voice again. And yep. I got to be honest with you, I, I edited this thing, so it, so it really flows, and it it, ah, it hurts so much to hear his voice. But during this, which the people will hear in a little bit, you said that you dropped acid the night before. I did. Is that really That's true? Fucking one hundred percent true. Yeah. And you were able to work twelve hours later. That's fucking dude. That that is nothing compared to what I I used to do. But like I said, and. So what was that, two years ago? Yeah, about two. Right? right around this time. Okay, exactly. And yeah. I think I remember saying this was sort of like a pre-birthday gift that some, a, a girl had given I to me. I think you said that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, but I'm not in my 20s anymore. Right. And I remember kind of starting to panic going, fuck, dude. I, I have to get up in a couple hours. I have to be at work. And by the time you guys showed up, I got a second win. Just right then. Just right then. I, I never did acid. It scared you, the hell out of me. You've never did acid. No. Really? You ever done mushrooms? I did I did shrooms. I like okay. that. I sold mushrooms at Northeast University. Did you really? I was the guy. If you wanted mushrooms at Northeastern, yeah. you came to Ronnie Berman. No kidding. Yeah. I tell the story. I did mushrooms, and then me and my buddy, we went to a jazz festival in Rochester. Basically, because I worked at the radio station. Oh, I got to I got to go to every show, so I'm like, you know what? Why go to Why go to the shows that I actually want to go to? Yeah. I went to all of them just to experience sure. new things. Yeah, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. The jazz festival was pretty fucking cool, but I remember what late- Newport. No, no, in oh, Rochester. Oh, okay. In Rochester. Oh, but a lot of the same people, you know, going through. And I remember two things. I remember that uh, it started raining 
lightly, not yeah. bad. Summer rain, so you could hang out. You yeah. don't care too much. And I remember uh, on mushrooms that I could hear every individual raindrop, and I thought that was amazing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. telling you, I could, I could pretty much see them falling from the yeah. sky, and I could hear when yeah. they hit the little grass uh, blades. Right. And then I also remember then, you know, then it, the shrooms were really kicking in and yeah. we were sort of like, uh, and almost like almost wanting to sleep and we're laying back down on the lawn on our blanket and, uh, you're not sleeping on mushrooms. No, but you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. Yeah. Like, you want to. Yeah, right. yeah. And I remember somebody talking and I was getting really mad and I thought they were right next to me. But it was the jazz festival. There wasn't a lot of people there, so we were all scattered along the, the on the hill. Yeah, up there in Rochester, the person I could hear talking that was driving me nuts—you could barely see him. He was way at the top of the hill. Dude, those are good shrooms. Oh my god, I loved it. Those are good shrooms. I absolutely yeah. loved it. But yeah. I, I didn't do it that much. Yeah, I didn't do it that much. I I never did the acid. I was telling Matt Farrow from the Smoking Tire. I had a friend that loved doing acid, loved Black Sabbath, and loved burning Bibles. Burning Bibles. All at the same time. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Edibles is very close to mushrooms. Yeah. Because uh, when you have an edible, it you digest it. So yeah. when it goes through the liver, yeah. it metabolizes yeah. chemically into a psychedelic property. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I do edibles. Do you? We, uh, we did edibles at this table. Oh, did you? Yeah, before we went down to La Cubana to you know, do nice. a memorial for Carl. Nice. It was me, Matt Farah, uh, Stunt Brain, yeah. and Vic Kenley. Yeah. And... Uh, it, it was hilarious. Yeah. Matt, Matt Farrer brought me a tin of edibles. So yeah. it, it, it comes in a little tin. It's, yep. a, it's like uh, <laughs> what was it, gummies or chocolate. It was gummies, right? Yeah. I forgot how many uh, we talked about. It, uh, they usually come 100 milligrams in a package. Yeah, something like that. It so, was broken up to uh, right. 10 if, of them. Or if, so, if you have 10, they're 10 milligrams yeah, each. Yeah, something like if that. If there's four, they're 25 milligrams but, each. But here's the key. So he breaks out the edibles, and we knew we were going to have a tough night. We had to go to La Cabana and you know, th- yeah. remember Carl and all that. He breaks out this tin, and because it was in a hot car, the whole thing melted together. Oh. So we were just guessing. We took a little pocket knife, and we're cutting oh, little, yeah. little pieces yeah. off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time we got to La Cabana, I mean, I was being careful because I had a podcast. And yeah. This and, that. and Matt, you know. And, he, and you probably knows, didn't have any tolerance to it. No, and he knows what he's doing, but Vic Kenley's like, fuck that. It was just peeling off huge pieces, and he did pretty much half the tin himself. He but, was, was gone. Was, I'm sure he wasn't able to function. No, he functions. Oh, did he? Yeah, Vic oh, knows how to function. He's a pro. He knows how to function. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, he is a pro. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but the yeah, you were coming off acid when we met you. I was. Yeah, I probably got an hour and a half, two hours sleep. Right. And 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 I haven't done acid. I did acid then, and then the last time the last time I did acid before that was probably fucking ten years. Really? Yeah. Like. Wow. I was yeah. I was surprised I did it. I I still feel like I'm in like. Part of me still feels like, ah, I'm fucking, I'm invincible. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Because that's how you think in your 20s. Yeah, yeah. When you get older, some mornings you wake up and you think, I can't believe I did that. Meaning, meaning something from 20 years ago. You're like, I just took life and everything for granted. Right. Or, and I'll wake up in a, in like a sweat, like, because I'll be thinking about something from many, many years ago. Like, holy, your perspective just completely changes as you get older. So, so I'm amazed, like, how, how long it takes to recover now at our age. Well, that's, yeah, I I just can't deal with it. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I don't really like alcohol that much. So I started dipping into the little edibles, little little pot. Yeah. You know, I got, I got a pen, but now I don't know. I'm, uh, is the vaping thing safe with the marijuana? I have no, no idea. I don't do the oils no more. 
Fuck that. Like, yeah, no, are, I stopped. People I'm are like, getting fucking lung transplants and shit. Transplants? No, but I'm, I'm being facetious, but yeah. like, they're, they're fucking lung disease. I know. So what, we have to go back to joints? Old okay. school joints? All right. Do we got to start buying double album covers again? We're going to get us to we, DC? No, you know, what we gotta, you know what we got to do? You got to start buying fucking cigars and then fucking taking out the tobacco, right? Yes. Blunts? Yes. Blunting it up again? All right. That <laughs> yeah. could work. All right, listen, uh, Ron, yeah. I, I, I want to play me and Carl at uh, Pete's Tavern. Okay. So this, uh, this really fucking worked. Yeah. I'm going to get you on some more episodes. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to promote? Are we still live right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do I want to promote? Well, it's not live. No, but I'm saying I, I, we recorded uh, this. Yesterday. No, 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 no. We, we recorded this yesterday at uh, right, right at Get Parts. I didn't mean live. I mean like I didn't know if you. Stopped. No, we yeah, we yeah. recorded it yesterday. It. Yep, Get Parts. So this is Thursday now. Now, do you understand? Yeah. It's Thursday now. Your birthday was yesterday. Yep. Fucking now, now I'm 46 <laughs> in one day. Fucking look at this. Hold on, if I could ever, if I could ever see my fucking cock and balls, I probably have some white hair down there. Do you? No white hair down there for me. For really? The kid. None. No salt and pepper? Got a little red. So, so, so is that how it works? Where do you grow gray first? Like sideburns. The sideburns. Sideburns. Sideburns, and then here, right? Yes. Like like the chin. And then it slowly creeps up from right. your neck. What about your chest hair? Uh, a few grays on the chest hair, yeah. but but I shave it down Holy with the manscape. Shit. You shave? You shave? Oh, you shave? Yeah, look at no, you. no, I gotta explain. <laughs> Whoa! No, I gotta explain. I'm I'm not I'm not like. What uh, did you have? Like fucking high surgery? You're all <laughs> you're all fucking you're all shaving the show. No, I gotta explain. Huh? I. I have I don't know what it is because you know you'll see like Italians and and whatever guys that are really hairy and the hair just kind of stops growing and they just have like you know hair yeah with me it just keeps growing and <laughs> growing and I have like, you're like a chia pet sometimes it's like six inches of hair are you serious I swear to you so I, is that genetic what? I don't know what it is what? so I have to shave it I have to so you're like if you don't take care of it you look like Chewbacca yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that you know that's how I lost my virginity to a Chewbacca, but oh yeah, she had, she had a she had a birth defect. She had a tail that went from her neck all the way down to her her tailbone. One, yeah, in, okay. one inch of thick hair that went right down where the spine was. Not a hairy back, just one line of really? uh, a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah, that's how I lost my virginity. I I I'm not joking. I prefer a, a girl with like a giant fucking bush. Really? I don't like I don't like that shaving shit. I don't want to see the fucking yo uh, manscaped. Oh no 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 on men yes. Yo manscaped. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no tell your story. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I just like a big fluffy <laughs> vagina that smells like soap. I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. The hairier the better. Oh, I love it. I don't know what it is. Like an ABA yeah, basketball like, player. I want to get to the point where like I got the fucking machete and I'm like trying to get into. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Like, really? Like fucking like going through the jungle. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. When uh, no, back in the day when you had to kind of pull, try yeah. to find everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, mystery. Man. A little mystery to it. A lot of mystery. I, lot, you know, it's, some of them they shave it, in, but they don't do a good job because they're not manscaping. So it's all like it's rashy. Yeah. It's all pimply. I don't know if the manscaped is for the women. I have no idea. I'm going to have to ask uh, the fine folks over there. It probably wouldn't be called Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron, this was awesome for yep. real, man. I was just going to play me. Opie, and- I appreciate it. Yeah. No, we're going we're gonna to have you back. Yeah, yeah. As I try to figure out what to do with this damn yeah. podcast. But for the, for the common person, yeah. like I was affected by, by, by Kyle's passing. Yeah. I can't imagine how, how, how that must have affected you. I'm still crying about it. I am. I still cry. I yeah. yeah, it's. Yeah. I. I. I how, how? How? I cannot how, believe it. This, how long? How long did real. you know Cal? About five or six years. How, so how did you? How did you make the connection with Cal? 
Uh, through Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri okay. used to do my radio show. Okay. You know, on a, a regular basis. Yeah. And then, you know, when we were working at Sirius XM, basically Guy Fieri had to do a lot of shows. Okay. So time, sometimes he could stop in. He would try every time. And then and others, Carl would be the replacement. Well, if Carl he, would be hanging with him because he was you. really tight with uh, Guy as well. So then what happened was one time Guy was on the show and Carl was being polite because, you know, Guy's the big star and he's, uh, and he's hilarious in his own right. Yeah. But Carl was hit, hitting some great lines. Kind of like what you were doing at Pete's Tavern. Got it. Got just it. Just fucking hitting and yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, And I would laugh and go, wow, that was funny. Anyway, Guy Fieri. And then Carl would say something else. I'm like, oh, that was funny. And I look a little more at him. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Guy Fieri. Third time, like, fuck, this guy's really yeah, funny. Yeah, he is funny. Long story short, so when Guy would come through and he didn't really have much time for us, Carl would be lagging along and I would pull him into the studio. Nice. And then... He would do sets at that point, like 15, 20 minutes really? of time, and he would be like, "Guy's gonna kill me." I'm like, "Ah, me guy, I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll smooth it out Got with it. him." And then fast forward, became really, really close and nice. good friends, yeah. and um, did this fucking podcast. Yeah. So I met him once, and I started following him, and it, it affected me. Yeah, it affected me. There's so many people out there who never met him, and they said, "Yeah, they say, uh, wow, I felt like I knew him my whole yeah. life." and he brought very all- charismatic. Uh, but he, he knew how to like. He seemed like he was just a giant heart. He knew how to. N- no pun don't intended. Say giant heart. <laughs> yes. No pun intended. Giant heart. Yes, yeah, a giant heart. Oh boy, that was hard as a fucking bowling ball. Oh, Thanks geez. a lot, Carl. Um. Yeah. No. For real. And he knew how to bring everyone together. So, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because through Carl, I have so many friends. Did, did he have children? He had two stepkids oh, okay. that he wasn't really from, talking from, from the wife. Yeah, that he wasn't really talking uh, to at the end of his life. But okay. uh, yeah. he he was he was basically their father for sure many many years. Yeah. He, he came into their lives when um, they were very very young. Right. I hope I could talk to them. Uh, you know, eventually. Let's just say. Oh, you haven't yet. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So the next one uh, we're going to be at Pig Beach celebrating Carl's life okay. with all the chefs. That's this Saturday. Uh, and I'll be podcasting from there. Okay. I hope everyone goes. Yeah. You can walk up uh, Saturday to Pig Beach and still get a ticket, sure. which is awesome. So I'm sure I'll be meeting a lot of Everyone should stop by people. and pay their respects. Yeah. And Absolutely. And we're raising money for a scholarship yeah. there fund. You go. So th- we're just and gonna, for a good cause. We're just going to celebrate, and it's going to be a lot of people that Carl introduced me to that I'm yep. now friends with. Sure. So and, and, and it's another form of healing. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it because... Yeah. Then after that, I kind of got... Are you the one organizing this? No, Gloria, for the most part, okay. who is uh, Carl's assistant. She's okay. doing a great She's job. Do- okay. Great job. Um, and then, you know, after that, I got to kind of let him go, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been uh, I've been doing these memorial shows for Carl for almost two months now. I've seen that, yeah. Almost fucking yeah, two yeah. months, and it's it really hurts. This has to become something else. Yeah. It just yeah. has to. Well, listen, I'm, I, feel, I feel grateful... That I had at least an opportunity to meet him once, yeah. and and in a very and in a very like funny, friendly setting. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, you don't know this, so we're done. I'm leaving. I'm exiting Pete's Tavern. Yeah. And Carl is outside smoking. Yeah. And he's coming back in, and he put it. He grabbed me, and he goes, "You son of a bitch, you're gonna make me lose my job." He goes, <laughs> you were, "He said to me, he goes, you son of a bitch, you're you're, you're gonna make me lose my job. You were too fucking good." Yeah. But he was like saying it in a funny way, but yeah. like a little bit serious. No, he really thought you were funny. 
yeah. really thought yeah, yeah. you were funny. Which he, he said I was going to be responsible for him. He said you're going to fucking replace me. I'm going to lose the job. <laughs> yeah, and I, I thought that was nice. that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, with that said, I want to thank Matt and the gang here at Get Parts, especially because they they broke out the cupcake for your yep. birthday. I didn't know it was your birthday when I asked you to do this. Yeah. So happy birthday. So to I thought Ron that was waiter. a nice omen too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Promote your uh, social media. It's it's Ron the waiter. Oh, it is Ron yeah, the Waiter. Okay, I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... All right, Ron it's, the Waiter. Make yeah, sure you follow him and... Uh, dude, I didn't have a Twitter account until after... I know. In, until after... I All was right, like, Ron, let me let me get into this. So I was just going to play this today, but I, 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 I had an idea to kind of sit down with Ron. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because you just told some great fucking stories. Yep. It was awesome. Yeah, appreciate so it. So the podcast is... Easy. It's just going to simply continue yep. with me and Carl when we decided to go into Pete's Tavern. And uh, and just do a Facebook pop up, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Ron the waiter uh, just started coming up and just killing with yep. us, and it was so much fun. And it's, I never it's, forgot. It's an it. enjoyable episode. It's it it got a lot of I think on it, like 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 fourteen thousand uh, views what, yeah. between at least yeah at, at least, least at least. Yeah. Let's say thirty or forty. Yeah, no, no, even more, no, right? I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just pumping up my numbers. Infinity and beyond. And I want everyone to know who is the Yelp lady. We don't know. Like, I don't know her name. Okay, yeah, I just, yeah. I just want to make it clear to everyone. Pete's Tavern has great food, yeah, great yeah. drinks, and the atmosphere yep. was awesome. So, I loved it. So here, here's the deal, quickly with Pete's Tavern. Yeah. Uh, the oldest continuous running running bar in America, and for the months of November and December, it's probably one of the busiest places in New York City because it looks like the North Pole. Yeah. From ceiling to floor to yeah. wall, yeah. it's packed. Yeah. Matter of fact, as I speak, they're decorating right now for Christmas. Oh, they ain't fucking around. So yeah, they so, ain't fucking around. So it's 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 it's, it's a, a nice place to it's a nice place to come in. It's a very cozy place. Yep. And a big thank you to uh, Manscaped.com. They're yep. back with the Opie Radio Podcast. 20% off now. Uh, use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. Support my sponsor, you Do bitches. it. Do it. The podcast continues. Me and Carl and Ron the Waiter from Pete's Tavern. What, 1851? 1851. 1851, Opie. 1851. Eating some scraped with Opster. A little calamari. Not that. A little calamari. This place is rocking. How was Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, what was that all about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> was he shorter than me? Yeah, he's a he's a slight guy. Um, 
Yeah, I ran into Ryan Seacrest yesterday on the on the streets, and uh, Carl's been beating me up about Ryan Seacrest for <laughs> how long? Uh, at least a year. At least a year or two. He always mentions uh, how Ryan Seacrest's career is way better than mine, and that's when I had an actual fucking real job. So I was getting my uh, my vegetable juice, and all of a sudden I see Ryan Seacrest. He's the only other person on the street yesterday morning. Because he's from L.A., he was bundled up like he was in Alaska. He looked like his little jacket. He had the like the, the thickest puffy coat I've ever seen. He had three or four fucking dogs with him. He looked like an American girl doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, fuck, I got to get this picture for... Just for Carl. And uh you're texting me like no comment on the picture, I'm like I'm on a plane. Yeah, so I put the my camera up to take a selfie. Right. And I wanted to give the like with Ryan Seacrest. And then I realized, duh, that he could see what I'm looking at. So my face in the picture is in between trying to smile and try to figure out make a dookie face yeah how I could make a shitty face (laughs) to just show that I'm not a big fan of his actually you look like I don't care emoji that's what you look like and I didn't say who I was or any of that horse shit so but I met Ryan Seacrest big star in the radio world did he look like a star in real life uh no he looked kind of he looked kind of sad actually like some people look like stars in real life no no they put him together really he looked I looked way harder I met him yesterday, and then it came out that he might have a sexual harassment thing happen. No. Yes. What did he do? I don't know the full story, but there was He some... threw his blush at somebody? <laughs> <laughs> he kicked someone's poodle? <laughs> I'm thinking... Did he take his white glove out and yeah. just slap his assistant? I'm thinking that uh, it can help his image, actually. So he doesn't look like such a, like a perfect guy? No, because, you know, there's rumors that he might be. <laughs> what are you saying? There's rumors that... Are you serious? What are we drinking, by the way? This is Pete's Ale. They make it here. Cheers. It's really good. Opie asked for... Oh, 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 here you go. Bob. He goes, peanut butter and a dog. That was the claim. <laughs> You know, it's funny, so the guy, the bartender, the waiter that, that we're using is awesome. Yeah. So, Opie goes, how's the pumpkin ale? <laughs> the guy looks at him and goes, uh, I don't know. I don't drink fruit beers. Because <laughs> I don't drink fruity beers. And I'm like, I don't either. I was just, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, so you know, funny. I, I just saw it on the menu. I don't drink them. <laughs> yeah, we're not in the type of place where you should be, like, drinking grapefruit beer or pumpkin ale no. or, you know. No, playing hardcore, playing Dungeon Roses during dinner. Nice. <laughs> this place is cool though. Pete's Tavern. It's been here since 1851. It's a speakeasy. It used to be a speakeasy. Back in the back in Prohibition days, it's great. During the Prohibition, this place still operated. Right there, there's a flower shop in front. Really? So there's a big flower shop, right. and then you'd walk back here and right. fucking get lit. You know, I've heard about like like those type of places where it's a flower shop to hide that they're actually yeah. serving booze in the back, whatever. But you gotta think everyone was in on it. Not everybody knew. Everyone knew that uh, you know they they had to have known. But it's right 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 now, Opie. Listen, every cop knows where you go get the drugs. Everybody everybody knows. But. Everybody knows, even the cops, you gotta let the world go round and round and round. Right. 
If you stop everybody from doing drugs, you're gonna have a lot of angry people walking around. So you think there's way more people that know? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. So then how do you get busted? I'm part of the secret wink handshake club on everything. Really? Yeah. Did Marie sell your car? Yes. What happened? <laughs> Marie. What happened? So I'm in California and my wife goes, um, uh, where's uh where's your car? I'm like, oh it's at the it's at the store, right? So I'm like, okay, it's at the store, no problem. She goes, I'm thinking about trading it in. I'm like, trading in my car? What's wrong with my car? Trade in your car. So I was in California, she traded in my Honda Fit. I a little Honda Fit with a pig on the hood. They used to drive around. She traded it in and bought a giant Mercedes truck. Wait, she sold the car with the pig on the front? Yes. I love that car. I loved it too. That's your ride. It was my ride. I have no car. Why did she sell it? Because she said it's stupid, and I'm old, and I look like a crazy person driving around in a Honda Fit with a pig on it. <laughs> Dude, it was a good... It was a, it was She's a, not wrong. It was a good look. So here's the thing. Like, I came home, yeah, and she bought, like, a big white Mercedes with the beige leather. And I'm a sucker for hot chicks and cars. Like, so when I saw her in it, I'm like, fuck, yeah. That oh, really? Good. Yeah, it's so weird. You know what I mean? Like, she looks dope in it? Yeah, she looks good in it. You guys okay? Yeah, we're all right. You yeah, I'll take that shot of Jim Beam, brother. Another one? Yeah. You want to say hi? We're doing something here. You want to say hello? Tell me about Pete's Tavern. You like dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. That's the guy that said, I don't drink fruity beers. <laughs> I love that beer. He can give a fuck. Uh, that's too good. Bro. His belt is right around his knees. He's all gut. I love him. I was texting you like crazy yesterday while you're flying because I was hanging with Brother Weeze and I needed to uh, I needed to get that tequila we were drinking at Guy's place. The Eragula Añejo. Yeah. Why is that shit so good? Well, it's aged longer, right? So Añejo means one year. So one year it's been aged longer. It sits longer. So it has just a better, more more herbal flavor. It's fantastic. That's the tequila you Right. It, it was very tasty. <laughs> And you gotta, you gotta teach me how to make a, a good margarita. I'll tell you how to do a margarita. You take uh, tequila, right. a little bit of ice, right. you squeeze a lime in it, that's your margarita. Come on. That's it. Drink like a man, dude. And strain the ice. Listen to tequila. What about whips like me, though? How do I water it down? A little... Because I want to taste the tequila, but I don't want to be really... All right, squeeze two limes in it. That's it? That's it. That's all you need. That's it, man. What about some agave? I need some agave. Why, would you burn yourself? Or you, you were like, no, that, that's aloe. Exactly. What do you think agave is? Agave. Don't put, don't put agave in there. No. You guys mixing cocktails? Mixing cocktails. Yeah. What do you know about it? Uh, I tell you, I, I make a mean Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did he say? <laughs> I make a mean Bill Cosby. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's like a raping joke. Why is Christine beating me up? I, who else got the Bill Cosby joke? I didn't get the joke. Christine's been angry since we started this thing. Oh, really? Yeah. But she comes rolling around again. Oh. <laughs> Christine's been angry since we started. Do it with me, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, roll around again, cause I wanna. 
Show your face. Oh, block. <laughs> You're gonna get blocked, bitch. Where are you? There she is. Get her. Bam. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. Holy fuck, Louis C.K.'s here. No shit, bro. Louis C.K.'s right there. He grew a mustache so no one recognizes him. Are you kidding me? That's Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is not here. Louis C.K. I don't know if you can see him at that table. At that table, it's Louis C.K. Chill. Oh, that's a chick. That's a the guy right there with the mustache next to the girl that's with the red. That's not Louis C.K. That's Louis C.K. That's, Bro, that's Louis C.K., right? Well, we'll know if he whips up his dick. <laughs> I love him. I just hope that he knew that this was coming and he got to save his money up. Because listen, if I was in the whip it up dick business, I'd be like, listen, there's good odds. Like when you do illegal shit, you save up money. Yeah. Like when you when you sell drugs or whatever, you keep money in a shoebox because you never know when you're gonna get pinched, right? So I hope he knew, like, man, I've been jerking off on girls for like 10 years now. Let me put some money away just in case it pops off, right? So hopefully. He didn't get all Hollywood and think that this wasn't coming out. I'm sure he has money, but I'm, I'm also sure that he wants to be part of that whole uh, E-list club out there in Hollywood. Well, he so. can't. Yeah. It's over. Uh, I did a pop-up with Chris Stefano at the mall at oh, the penis I saw, statue. I saw, well, let me ask you a question. I saw, yeah. I saw the pop-up. Was that anxiety real? Yes. Was he really that stressed out? Chris had horrendous anxiety at the mall. Uh, I told him to meet us at the penis statue. You know that's a, that's a Colombian artist named Botero. How the fuck do you know that? He's a Colombian artist named Botero, and all his paintings are fat people like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a Colombian artist. I went to his gallery in Bogota. It's beautiful. I usually don't give a fuck, but it's... it's don't ask me why I was in Bogota. <laughs> <laughs> I know when not to ask you something at this point. Why is Carl... Oh, okay. <laughs> You hang out with Carl in New York, you realize he knows a lot of people. <laughs> the statue, though, I mean, is is pornographic, right? And, and people go to the mall at uh, time, the, the, the Time Warner Building at Columbus Circle, and people get their pictures taken under the statue, and they make believe they're sucking it and they're jerking it off and stuff. It's nobody does. Just I know. swear, I got a video where I camped out for like two hours and just filmed people touching the dick. No. Yes. So anyway, really I, went, I went there with Chris. I thought he would enjoy the penis statue. And then, you know, we needed a place to talk like we're doing right now. So I go, Chris, why don't we just sit on the floor? And uh, the security the security guards come right up to us. And they recognize Chris right away from Guy Code on MTV. Right. And they go, but you can't sit on the floor. We weren't allowed to sit on the floor. Right. So that, that got Chris going. His anxiety is off the charts. So... I decided that I would uh, show him all the places he could jump from at the mall. <laughs> That's perfect. You look good. Thank you. Now you just look like a look, I prize have, fighter. I don't have my homeless hat on today. Got a hair cut. Oh, Carlos thinks it's boring. You want another pizza? Uh, yeah, I'll have another, another pizza. One? I'll take another one. Sure. Yeah, they're loving you on this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a big stack. <laughs> I'm a big stack. <laughs> You're not eating anything. You don't like this? Fried calamari. Mm. Look at the calamari. So good. How funny was that, dude? Who? The waiter. Oh, he's the best. He's absolutely the best. I miss New York, man. 
Bro, you were telling me about uh, California sushi and why it's way better than New York. I can't even tell you. So, we go to this place called Sushi Hana. So, we're at this place called Sushi Hana in Santa Rosa, California. And it's literally the best of the best chefs. I mean, Jonathan Waxman, fucking uh, Antonio La Fassa, like just really great chefs. I, I don't know any of those people. And I can tell. Uh, you might as well be talking fucking French. Well, so we're all sitting there, and the, the fucking sushi comes out. And one of the chefs goes, I gotta say it. Because, you know, half of us are New Yorkers. I gotta say it, too. He goes, dip! What? <laughs> I can't hear that shit again. And it's on all social media. Oh, dip! Oh, dip! When these assholes tell me to do something, I have to do it. Oh, so. they told you? Yes! And then it just gets in my brain. <laughs> so. <laughs> the worst. Dude, it haunts my social media. Dip! dip. Hey, Carl, you, you go for a dip? Like, I took a picture of a pool. I'm like, hey, Amanda. I gotta do one for Amanda. Join me, Carl. No. Dip! Everyone's looking at you. Fucking stop it. Louis C.K. doesn't have a sense of humor with my dip bit. There he is. Yeah. All right, so listen. Okay. Two Jews walk into a bar. That's all I got so far, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking to, by the way? What's, who's on the other end? Just people. What are you doing, like a podcast? Yeah, a little fucking pop-up, huh? I call them. Do you want to see some matzo balls and the filthy fish? <laughs> <laughs> Pull down a zipper. <laughs> oh, here, here. Bro, we used to be famous. Who? He's on the Food Network, so he's he's definitely still famous. Yeah. That's Carl from uh, Cal. Cal. What kind of what kind of what's your specialty with the food? I cook Jew food. Are you serious? Nah. No. <laughs> you know, you know, you. I cook Italian food. No, but you look like you cook like halal food. I would believe that. <laughs> why, why are you paying? I got it. Well, I don't mind that people pay these days. I got you. I know Brother Louise. I was to look like an expensive dinner. I saw Dude, the picture. I saw. I Dude, know you. Did you see it? I saw no, you picture. don't know me. I saw the wood paneling and like Opie. Because we were I, at Delmonico's. Because isn't that place great? That's where the Delmonico steak originated for real. And lobster Newburgh. And lobster Newburgh. Yes, one of the most. One of the oldest, most famous dishes in America. So I go to the steak place. What kind of chicken did you get? Did I you went, get fucking chicken, dude? I went with, I went with, a, little, fucking chicken? I went with a little tuna tartare. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, 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 I want you to get struck by lightning. How the fuck did you do that? Dude, don't be a dick. I just like being a dick. I don't know. It was a pleasure. Oh, it was a pleasure. This is my buddy, Opie. Opie? Yeah. And I'm Carl. Carl? No recognition. Yeah. And I'm Ron. Are you from Boston? You're like a linguist. I am I am from Boston. Wait, I heard Boston accent. But this is how you can tell if someone's from Boston. Yeah. Have them say the phrase martial arts. Martial arts. I'll break out the or like the hot or like oh that's wicked piss up. Right. Or if a girl like if a girl like gives a good head, no. you call her a pickle sniffer. <laughs> That's true. That's like a real fucking local. Oh yeah, she's a pickle sniffer. <laughs> are you? I used to live in Boston. He must have not had a radio. And he didn't. He didn't recognize the name at all. What's his name? All right. His name is Anthony Cumia. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. Hello, Ron the waiter. Oh my god. Nice. Did you get to block that shitty girl? Mm -hmm. Oh good. It was one of these. Block. <laughs> so can I tell my wife I'm going to be on the radio? She kind of likes these because it's like more magical. It's full time work. Yeah it is. Yeah. 
Do you really want to do that, dude? Yeah, I want to do these pop-ups. I, I like these. We get to go to places I like to eat. I want to do these pop-ups and really develop them. We're slowly developing them. So. so tell me about the sushi in California. I didn't forget. Oh. I didn't forget. Dude, so we're all sitting there, a bunch of chefs. And my friend, he goes, I got to go out. I got to say it out loud. The sushi on the West Coast annihilates the sushi on the East Coast. And I'm talking best of the best. I believe it. Like, like I went to a restaurant called Masa, where they fly everything in here in New York City. Right? It's like a big deal, and you got to go in there. The, the fucking sushi guy's got a tramp stamp of Godzilla. Like he's fucking <laughs> hardcore. You know what I mean? Right. And I get there, and then I'm in California, some shit hole, and it was better. It was fucking better. What makes it better? I think just the closest. You know, because all that fish that they use off in the Pacific Ocean is just so new. Right? Right. You can't, you can't beat closest to Japan. Like, right. It's closer. But I, I'm a huge sushi guy. I love sushi. I'm about to. You are a sushi guy. Two things that drive me nuts about sushi in New York. One, uh, most places don't have real wasabi. What's that about? Is what? it expensive? No, I mean it is. But you should it makes all the difference in the world. Thank you very much. Instead of the horse shit that's horseradish that they just dye green. Oh, you're back. Oh, bro, oh, I used to live in Boston. Do you remember? Uh, you remember the radio show where, where they talked about Mayor Menino dying in a car accident? I remember Mayor Menino. But you don't remember the big prank? I, I don't. Maybe, I don't. I don't like remember maybe that. Like, did he hit the guy in a car accident? He no, he's yeah. the one that said on the radio. It was Opie and Anthony. This oh, oh, you one of those guys? <laughs> I just, you just look like, you, you know what, you just look like one of those guys that like spends the day at a bar. <laughs> so, you just got yourself the best tip in the Honestly, history of the world. You, you know, you're all like red and shiny. <laughs> No, that's skin cancer, you son of a bitch! Dude, you got hit! You got hit! Oh my god! I got skin cancer! Not really, pre-pre-skin cancer. Where's your suntan lotion? Well, your fat skin. That's right! That's why you probably spend your days in a bar. In a bar! I'm gonna give this guy a hundred dollars tip. He just took a bulldozer to you, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? I had one beer. How the fuck did we spend eighty dollars? Did we really? Yeah. Oh my That's god! It. It's your uh, Jim Beam. Jim Beam's like cheaper than gasoline. Oh. So then the other thing about sushi, as you write that out, a lot of places use fake tuna. Seriously, guys. Oh, he's back. Nice pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure, brother. It's a pleasure. All right. Yeah, so he was yeah. on. Uh, he was on. He doesn't give a. F he was on FM radio for like an hour in Boston. Remember Opie and Anthony? I do. I'm Opie. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 you really did look familiar. Okay, good. No, you really did look familiar. All right. No, don't be so hot on yourself. <laughs> you gotta love Boston. <laughs> oh, I miss Boston people. So explain the fake tuna. It drives me insane. It's garbage. But what is it? It's waxy and it tastes like shit. So let me tell you, it's not fake tuna. But this is something a lot of people don't know. And you can look it up. Ha ha. I got it. Oh, hey. See that open? I'll get this kid on video. I don't know if he's legal. <laughs> Oh, 
just said I guarantee it's not. Bed and down doing that. <laughs> hey, hey boys, it was a pleasure. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, seriously. Time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice so to meet you. listen, I mean, I, I, I know your career, so you. I, I you probably have, you probably have a few bucks put away. You need like a houseboy or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess so maybe some nice like daisy dude. Oh, you know what I mean? I look like just, I look like sausage wrapped in rope. <laughs> you're a food guy. You get that? Yeah, I get it. It's just got weird. I'm on fire, dude. Got weird, right? I'm on fucking fire. I may be the funniest waiter you ever had. Yeah, absolutely. You're good. Yeah, but you just got weird. <laughs> oh, the sushi, the tuna. Yeah. So here's the thing with tuna. People like. A lot of people don't know, you gas tuna. So they take this shitty tuna and they put it in the conveyor belt and they, they gas it with CO2 and right. it turns it red. Really? And guess what else they do that with? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. CO2 turns certain things red. Right. So you take tuna, you take the worst fucking tuna in the world and you run it through a, a CO2 gas chamber and it turns red. Really? And that's what you're eating. It's complete garbage. I hate it. And you can taste the gas. It drives me nuts, because when you get have real tuna that's on the pink side, there's nothing better. It's beautiful. Nothing better. How's grocery games? Escalar tuna. So Escalar tuna. What's Escalar tuna? That's what, that's what a lot of sushi places say that it's called white tuna. They call it white tuna. Do you know that it's a natural laxative? Really? You order a bunch of white tuna, you just fucking blow your shit out. Alright, that's crazy. Alright, he's still here. He's still here. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for this table over here. You're a liar. You, you were supposed to leave already. Uh, well, I'm just waiting for this table here. Because, uh, I fucking, I partied last night. Did you really? Uh, honestly, like, I have a little devil's dance. Am I gonna get myself in trouble here? No, but, like, no, no. Uh, well, I'm, party. I'm actually on television. No, like, fucking, uh, it was a, it was a belated birthday present. I dropped a hit of acid. I had a great fucking time. Wait, you there. dropped acid last night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got like two hours sleep. I had to be here at 10 in the morning. I, and by the way, I feel fucking fantastic. I'm probably gonna have a fucking stroke or a heart attack. <laughs> Shit. What are you done? You done now? I'm done right now. Go fuck home, bro. No, 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 no. I, no, he, he needs the table. He needs the cash. No, 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 no. I'm going for them. They're paying out, but like, smooth it out here. It's like, I'm literally going to stop fucking pounding just to smooth it out. But <laughs> I mean, I was, I, it was 4 3 in the morning and I'm tossing and turning, right. trying to get the bed so I can be here at 10 in the morning. Oh my God. But whatever. Right, I'm a trooper. Are you still tripping right now? A little bit? No, 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 no way. I mean, I, I took it yesterday around, I took it yesterday around four in the afternoon, and at four thirty in the morning, twelve hours later, I'm still trying, I'm trying to go to bed. Are you still seeing like unicorns flying around? No, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get hold of some oxygen. You guys, you guys know anybody? I'm oh. choking. <laughs> Shut off the phone. <laughs> Shut off the phone. <laughs> Murray, we're getting another car. <laughs> By the way, Breaking Bad is my favorite show. Breaking, you know, Breaking Bad? I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> uh, now we're going to get in fucking trouble. No, my my agent's going to kill me. <laughs> You're good, bro. By the way, that wasn't real. It was all, it was uh, all, it was all for the kids. For the kids. For the kids. It was, it's, all, it's all entertainment. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's... it's, it's uh, I don't know. I need to get <laughs> totally fucked up again. <laughs> oh, I love these pop-ups. Isn't this great? I'd rather do this than a stupid radio show, man. Nah, that's a better guess than rolling out in a fucking year. Instead of being in a stiff fucking radio station somewhere in a studio? Oh, my God. That's great. I was hanging uh, with Weez last night. Remember our pal from Rochester, the, the guy with the shirts? What's his name again? Who? The guy 
The guy that we loved with the. So I know, I know who wow. wow. <laughs> I know, I got Holy shit, I yes. Know, yeah, I'm like syphilis. <laughs> So are you are you back on the ear? Wait, which one which one do you remember? One of you one of you got got like got off the earways, right? For <laughs> Yeah, so what are you doing now? No, that wasn't me! What are you selling cars? <laughs> I'm doing this! <laughs> what are you selling cars? Making fun of me like Oh my god, he's, your, he's, your, he's like the drunk uncle from Saturday Night Live, like in real life. And he was tripping last night. He's totally still tripping. Look at his eyes, they're fucking wide open. I always wanted to do acid, I was, I was just always too scared. Acid, acid and I do not get along. Really? Oh, I mean I still do it, but I hate it. Wait, you, you've done it recently? Uh, recent? No, maybe five years ago, six years ago. Right. No, eight years ago. Fuck that. But it feels like it was yesterday. It's so intense. This pop-up has been great. Thank you, Wayne. We need more people like Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it, brother. Oh, my God. I don't know if we're going to beat that guy. We should almost, like, turn this fucking thing off. Carl. Carl Ruiz. Sabor Chef on Instagram. What else? Grocery Games on the Food Network. I'm on at 8. Yeah, I'll be watching. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy reading old John Lennon articles. Okay. Gay? What are you reading John Lennon articles for? He was a fascinating man. He's dead. He was in the Beatles and didn't give a fuck that he was in the Beatles. I could kind of relate to that. What do you mean? He was done with the Beatles and everyone else wanted him to continue with the Beatles and he's like, the Beatles are done. I, I don't like the Beatles. Why don't you like the Beatles? I don't like the music. I like the Rolling Stones, but I've been reading up on John Lennon, some old articles after he left the Beatles, like the famous Rolling Stones uh, interview from 1971. I think. What else? Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a documentary on the Rolling Stone magazine. That's awesome, right? Uh, That's a shit. Rolling Stone magazine was a shit show. What do you mean? Just drugs and everything in the hallway. Well, it started in like San Francisco, yeah. And, and yeah, and I think it's uh, I think it's called Stories from the Edge. It's really, really good. Okay, really good. Why don't we take a few questions and then we'll get the hell out of here? Go ahead. Carl doesn't like the Beatles. A lot of question marks. I don't like the Beatles. Even the trippier stuff. I, 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 I the pop shit you can just do without. Who gives a fuck? But the trippy stuff. I don't think soul. I know enough. I don't think I know enough. But all I know is the pop shit. Like that. That. I'm sure I want to punch someone in the face every time they play. Name three Beatles songs. Yellow Submarine, uh, Yellower Submarine, and then the Yellower Submarine. <laughs> Guy agrees with you. He doesn't like the Beatles. Raul doesn't like the Beatles. I like the Rolling Stones. I think they're fucking awesome. I, I'm a uh, fan of the Rolling Stones before the Beatles. What does that mean? I like the Rolling Stones more than the Beatles. I think the Rolling Stones best rock band ever. The last Get album they did was uh, Tattoo You. Because they're still alive, so they had a bunch of stinkers. But that's what you, you need to know when your time is done and move on to other shit. Yeah, but how are you going to know when your time is done when you still have to fucking put fuel in your jet? Mick Jagger looks and sounds like, he sounds ridiculous. But you put the Rolling Stones in the 70s up against anybody, they're, they're the greatest band ever. Greatest band ever. But then they hit... Tattoo You is 80, 1980, 1981. A bunch of good, you know, songs on there. Waiting for a Friend is an amazing song. Then after that, it was like, goodbye. But they're still around? Well, of course they are, but... I mean, you get the wrong show still, like, 80 years old, or whatever, however the fuck all those mummies are, right? Right. And you play, and you, you set them upright, and you play Start Me Up, 
Fucking everyone's gonna go nuts. Of course they are. The sympathy for the devil. I mean, you I wish I, I wish I saw them way back in the day. I saw them. Fuck, how long ago? Maybe like ten years ago, and it just wasn't the same. What do you think about Led Zeppelin? It's one of my favorite bands of all time. Rolling Stones against Led Zeppelin. I think Rolling Stones are deeper. Oh, they're definitely deeper, but Zeppelin, uh, Zeppelin's second album and third album were amazing. I don't know which album is what, but my Even favorite... though most people say Zoso, the fourth album, was their best ever. Oh, but those are the nerds at faith now. Well, that's Stairway to Heaven going to California, rock and roll. But my, my... Zeppelin 2 and Zeppelin 3 are way better albums. My favorite rock song of all time is a Zeppelin song, Traveling Riverside Blues. Is... Which wasn't on an album, you know Which that. is, I didn't, I didn't know that. But every time album. I hear that song, it makes the hair stand up on my arm. It's that good. Travel Riverside. Like yeah. that. It's fucking. Yeah. It's See, you like the blues then. Yeah. I'm a blues guy. I love blues. Travel in Riverside Blues was not on an album. And uh, you know the song, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Great song. That's That was never on an album either. I didn't know that. And if you like Led Zeppelin, you should check out Greta Van... Trustron on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> I only had two beers and I can't remember. Uh, help me out, guys. Greta Van what? They sound just like Zeppelin. It's an amazing band. They're just kids. They're like 19, 20 years old. They sound... Oh, we heard. I heard those before. We oh, got uh, Greta Van Fleet. I got it yes. before you guys. Greta Van Fleet. Check them out. They're really good. You know what's funny? I was, I was, I was in the car um, and I'm driving back from the ranch from doing a show with Guy. And he was, he was hanging out with uh, the guy from Fleetwood Mac. Um, Nick Fleetwood or whatever. Who has a restaurant in Hawaii? Right. So guy did a show at the restaurant in Hawaii. Yeah. So I'm talking about Mick Fleetwood, and he said the coolest thing to me. He goes, he is a real rock star. Like he goes, when I met him, everything about him was fucking rock star. Big fucking silk scarf, and he's like, hey, what's up? Let's get drunk and party, and he's turning up the music at the restaurant. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Like that you can still be like that huge. And it's funny because every every Fleet Mac like Fleetwood Mac song that I hear, I love it. Really? But I don't know anything about it. I just know that I like that way that sounds. Do you know that Fleetwood Mac started as a blues band? I did not know. With Greta uh, Van Susteren, Peter Green, Peter Green, right? Peter. There was a documentary on this guy. So he started Fleetwood Mac. They were a blues band. And then fast forward, they were Fleetwood Mac as you know them, but their sound was way different than fucking sound. Like every song I hear, it's like that's a good song. That's a good song. That's look up, good song. look up Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. You won't believe how bluesy they were. Take your shirt off of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's something Jim Brewer would say. Take your shirt off. Black Mac. Peter Green. Thank you, Jeff. Check. Uh, yeah, they uh, Fleetwood Mac did the original. <laughs> Hope he's a failure. Block that ass off. All right, we'll block Bill. Bye, Bill. Block. <laughs> I crush your head. So Peter Green's version of Fleetwood Mac, they did the original version of Black Magic Woman. You know that song. You have to. The Black Magic Woman. That Santana made yes. famous. But Fleetwood Mac with Peter Green, that's their song. So that's not even a Santana song? Yep. Fuck Santana. Nope. That's the best song they ever did. But no, no. The best song Santana ever did was uh, Oi Come Va. Uh, I know. I don't like that song because that's a rip-off from old Cha Cha Cha. Is it really? It's not, a, it's not their oh. song. 
me being cocky. I didn't even know that. We're like two shitty um, Vic Henleys. <laughs> we sort of know stuff. Yeah, we kind of know stuff. We kind of know stuff. Like Black Magic Women is an X-Men. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys, we're babbling, so. Play around, guys. Let me do this. No. No fucking dip. No. Let no me dip. Food. No more food. Fucking no dip. <laughs> Fuck Let me dip. No, no dip. Pete's Tavern in Gramercy Park. Right? That's Carl Ruiz. Follow him on Twitter. Some more chef on Instagram. I want to thank Louis CK for making an appearance on the pop-up. It's not Louis CK, bro. I'm telling you that's Louis CK. That's like seeing the girl that read his grimace from fucking McDonald's. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-